Hello. So real quick before you do your <laughs> intro, are you good to go? Yes, I'm good to go. Because you just had like a fit right now, so we're good. Yeah, we're okay. good. A coughing fit, not like... Yeah. Alright, do your intro. <laughs> do you need water? No, I'm I fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Yes, you said something really funny that we're not going to talk about <laughs> on the air because we, we want everyone to enjoy the wise cast. Except for... No. <laughs> Except for, <laughs> except for Ronald Reagan, we don't want Ronald Reagan to enjoy this podcast. <laughs> he cannot enjoy it right now. I don't think he's worried about it. <laughs> no, he's got other stuff going on. <laughs> uh, we should have him on as a guest. Yeah, let's see if he can clear up his schedule. So that was horrible. So welcome to Wisecast, episode number eighty-three. 17 episodes left till number 100. Still don't know what we're going to do for 100. What do you think we should do? Be good at podcasting. I'm By f- then, I would hope. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> I feel... I had someone comment on my voice the other day while I was playing video games. I was doing, like, uh, commentating on the game that I was playing. Was and it Rocket League? No, it was Overwatch. Oh, uh, okay. Do you like Overwatch? You, Overwatch? you think I play Overwatch, bro? Bro, where did this come from? The assumption that I play Overwatch is insulting. No, I don't, I don't play video yeah, games. Yeah, I don't think you play any video games. You're busy listening to your pump music and t-shirt printing. Yeah. Yeah, and working on your Fresh 15. Well, also my physique. Yeah. I I spend a lot of time uh, pump pumping the iron. Yeah. Watching Pain and Gain and yeah. pumping some iron. <laughs> Well, I watched that movie over the top with uh, Sylvester Stallone. The, the top, yeah. yeah. yeah the that's like the one arm pull up on the truck. That's like my inspiration. Legit. Too legit to quit. So, we're not going to ask how was your week because we just finished recording an episode. But we'll go right back into script. You ever watch uh, Dragon Ball Z? No. Uh, the TV show? Yeah. Uh, I watched a few episodes. Well, you know how, like, every episode talks about, like, like it starts with, like, last week on Dragon Ball Z, and then gives you, like, the whole rundown? Yeah. Well, my rundown is my week was good. Okay. <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> it's like the, the phone ringing and your bottle are going to be, like, classic The phone will go on... Go off every single time I'm here. Yeah, because we have it set at 11.30 to ring for our answering machine. But I could probably remove that now. Um, oh, look, a commercial. That's great. Uh, what else can we talk about in the beginning? So, we didn't get... We'll save the script thing for the end. How about that? Okay. See if we have time. I noticed because that takes up a lot of the... Yes, <laughs> a lot of time. We're turning into a movie review podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about music. That okay. was what I wanted to talk about in the last episode. So, what are... Um, you're a young person. Yeah, uh, I think, relatively. Yeah. Well, I've been told I'm an old soul. Yeah. Well, you can be old and old soul and be young. That's my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, you're very wise for your years, I'll say that. Yes. I'm also very cast as well. Wise oh, cast. well, yeah. You nice. know what I meant. I'll be playing at the... Uh, Mormon bar. Hey, I do birthdays. Where we do jello shots. Virgin jello shots. Okay. I do bat mitzvahs. Bat mitzvah. What type of comedian do you think I am? Hey, you need you need me for a wedding. I do weddings too, huh? 
<laughs> I don't know what this is right now. It sounds like you're gonna do like a a Joey. Uh, who am I thinking of? What's his last name? Joe Rogan's friend. Oh, Joey Diaz. Yeah, Joey Diaz. Hey, it's your uncle Joey Diaz. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Joey Diaz. Yeah, get a couple of cigarettes. <laughs> uh, that sounds bad. But uh, yeah, what type of comedian do you think I I would be? You? Yeah. Oh, uh, I can see you being like like a Mike Birbiglia, like John Mulaney style. Good man. Alternative comedy. If you were, if you alt were to comedy. do it, if yeah. you were to do it, yeah. Yeah, alt comedy yeah. is my thing. Yeah, I see you. I see you doing alt comedy as well, but more. Uh, yeah, I could see John Mulaney, but that's a really good like. Like I take that as a, a yeah. high compliment. He was actually like uh, looking back. He was like one of the the people that got me into stand up. Yeah. But then I think you would turn into Nick Kroll very quickly. Yeah, that would happen immediately. Yes. <laughs> yes, if you you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. So. Well, one that I was going to say was um, Michael Richards for you, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Speaking did... of Roseanne, no. Why did I tell Michael Richards to do that thing that he did a while back when I was eight? I just wanted to see. I thought it was going to get a laugh. I thought it was going to be a hit at the show. Not so much. Maybe he should be taking like critiques from an eight-year-old. Probably not. No. Uh, so uh, let's move on to the reason why I brought this up. So you're a young person. Yes. Uh, relatively, <laughs> yeah, we're back, and uh, it just goes in the circle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, you were what like people are, I think, are interested in what young people look into music. Like, I it's always a surprise to me when I hear young people go, Oh, I love this band, and it's like, Oh, that was a band that I grew up with, right? Yeah, or like, uh, I get that a lot, yeah, or like, I like a band from like the 60s and then people go oh you like that band like man that was so long ago like i'm a fan of this band called can't heat which is like a blues band and i remember like telling this guy that i like him like oh man i know the guy who played flute on this one song that used to live in oakhurst and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) is this guy still alive oh no 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 but (laughs) yeah it's it's very cool so I'm asking you, what are your top five influential albums, or like albums that have inspired you to the person to be the person that you are today? Okay, so, um, so I have a list here. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me whip it out. My list. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, these are bands, or I mean albums that to me are are like inspirational. Um, like creatively speaking, uh-huh. um, but then like some of them too, like uh, at least two albums on here are like kind of helped me with like, cause you know when you're younger, you really you you find a lot of your identity in music. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are so two of these albums. I think like since kind of getting out of high school and hearing them, I I kind of like have been more secure about my identity from albums like this. Um, so, so one, uh, album, and this is one that I listen to almost every time I draw 
so this one one that inspires me creatively is uh, Scream Bloody Gore by by Death from 1987. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember the personnel on it, but I know that Chuck Schoenier did the vocals and uh, guitar on it. Um, and then uh, another one is South of Heaven by Slayer. Uh-huh. And I like that one because it's uh it's like slayer kind of more like it's not as evil sounding as Hellowaits, but it's more like like raw sounding and they play slower and like down tuned yeah. um and like heavier i played in a band by the way who was like the band member was friends with carrie king oh really yeah oh that's awesome like friends with Carrie King, or like you probably saw him. Like one time. They, uh, Carrie King, I think when they were younger, spent the night at his house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and I think there was a fight, but moving on. Oh, um, and I think South of Heaven came out in '86. Um, and then my next one is uh, Suicidal Tendencies, self-titled from 1982. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. That was like not a fan of Bandana, but moving on. Oh yeah, no, I'm not a huge Bandana guy, but um. Uh, yeah, that was, like, one album that I listened to that, like, kind of in high school, and then, like, I revisited again recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one is uh, Bad Brain Self-Titled from 1981 yeah. or 82. And then uh, uh, Black Sabbath uh, Volume 4 <laughs> is my last one. Wow. I just think I like uh, Volume 4 because, like, I like, uh like, pretty much, like, Sabbath's first five albums, yeah, I think are all really good. But in terms of like song to song best quality, it'd probably be Volume Four. That in that I love pretty much every song on that album. Okay. So that's a look into into my yes. This is I don't know how we're friends because we have a different. Would you, would you consider us friends or acquaintances? Um. I've eaten You're your asking mom's food. a lot of weird questions right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, top five albums for another from another young person, uh, 25. So I'm on the other spectrum of this. You're on the other side of young. Yes, the other side is young. Um, I would have to go with... Uh, uh, album that I listened throughout high school, like, like just press play and go through it. Um, the show by the Yonder Mountain String Band. You know, I have to give it a listen. Yeah, it's very interesting. It was very, it's very controversial because they're like a pure bluegrass guy. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of traditional bluegrass music, so there's no drums allowed. In your bluegrass oh. band, and then this album includes drums in several songs, and that's like you can't have drums in it, okay? Well, it, so what is it? It's a uh, the show by Yonder Mountain String Band, and okay. I would like hit play and just listen to it all, and it would like remove my depression of a homeschooler now in a high school right. setting. And then I f- bought my, my first CD, CD that I bought was uh, Wolf Mother's self titled album. All right. I would listen to that through like thoroughly, like get in deep nitty gritty of it. Uh, third was the first record that I kept was uh, "Sounds of Silence" by Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, okay, <laughs> you know? yeah. 
something I recognize. Yeah. <laughs> and then influential out al- another influential album was uh, what, what's the name of that? Oh, Pet Sounds by Beach Boys. Okay. I like how intricate everything is on it. And then last but not least, the the uh, my favorite album is not the Who's Tommy album, but it's the soundtrack to the Who's Tommy movie. Oh, okay. Yes, because the album Tommy is the band singing the music, but I grew up with the movie Tommy playing, and they have different people singing the songs. So it's a lot, it's a lot richer experience of a rock opera. Right. Yeah, and I have that still on my iPod that album i can just go through it dang that's so interesting yeah that's cool Why, I think, well there's like a lot of diversity yeah and then you yeah <laughs> yeah i mean well my i have a principle fast and loud fast and loud <laughs> hey i i've i've been there i can still enjoy some uh some stuff <laughs> like uh I, I did go through a phase of liking Slipknot. And then, yeah. And then all the better bands after it, like Slipknot with the Gateway. Yeah, Slipknot was kind of my Gateway. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. But I, that's cool that like one of your favorite albums is a is a movie soundtrack. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I, I like the Blues Brothers soundtrack. Right. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much the same premise. Like, instead of like canned music, right. it's still... It's still the band, like, uh, the movie Tommy still has the band in it. So the band is re-recording music. Right. But it has a higher budget, and they're thinking more rock opera style instead of, like, we need to get this album out. Right. So there's a lot more, like, Pete Townsend playing the keyboards, making it richer. Um, They have Eric Clapton for a couple of songs. They have Pete Townsend's brother for a couple of songs. They have Tina Turner playing like an amazing song, "The Acid Queen." Which oh, is okay. Yeah, and uh, it's a great song. I like. I think. I think NBC that's doing this whole live musical stuff right. should like skip this whole Jennifer Lopez or whatever like. Uh, Bye Bye Birdie thing that they're making next year, and they should do a remake of Tommy. You're very impassioned by Tommy. Yes. It's Is like, that like one of your favorite movies too? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, it's one of those things that I ha- I'll i sit down and watch oh, like, right, over and right, over right. again. Like Goodfellas right. to me. Um, like my Pulp Fiction or Fight Club. Yeah, it's like my Fight Club. It's like, yeah, I haven't seen Fight Club in a while. Or like Con Air. There was a period <laughs> in my life where for like a month straight I watched Fight Club like every yeah. single day. And it wasn't even that long ago. That was like four months ago when four I did that. Ago. <laughs> we're glad to have you back yeah um but we also have different ways that we appreciate music right say. you go to concerts okay yeah i don't i'm not interested in a lot of concerts right yeah i'm more i could go i i like the fact of going to a coffee shop oh, okay. listening to music you know what i mean yeah yeah or like a bar, even though I don't go to the bars here to listen to music, I, right. I should do that more. Support your local scene, yeah. man. If you can find one. Yes. Because right now, I'm interested in like the singer-songwriter stuff. Uh, like what a single acoustic guitar, or maybe like 
having like acoustic guitar, a snare drum, or like what the violent femmes do, right? Which is like acoustic guitar, acoustic bass, and then a guy plays on a Weber barbecue grill. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> so, dude. Like my thing with that man, it's like when they like what was their ad that they put out for like like we're trying to be the weirdest thing ever <laughs> we're, well, we're gonna be like to be punk a rock mixed with like garage rock and then like maybe if you could do like opera style singing yeah. and then also like i don't know like <laughs> right well the grill part is new that's that's after they've come back together okay. and they have this new drummer and he's like I'll add a new sound to the band and then he brings out this Weber drum one thing like, that does kind of bum me out what? is like because I like so I have a very distinct taste in music but uh-huh. it's also pretty varied so like one of one it's one of my favorite bands or it's a band that I really like is the Smashing Pumpkins yeah. they're doing like their reunion but they don't have their bait like the original bassist like yeah. back with them hey you gotta move on it's that it's Billy Corgan man he's got like Literally and figuratively, the biggest head in, well, it's in his, music. It's his show. Right. It's his show. That's how it's been forever. Yeah. And it's like other other people have been added to it. Right. And it's always been the Billy Corgan machine, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to do... Like well, when you, you're the best aspect of the band, too, because yeah. his vocals are, like, my favorite like, yeah. part of that band. It kind I of can't stand sense. his cover of Landslide, but I respect it. Yeah, uh, but disarms. You know, he song. bought the NWA, the National Wrestling Association. No, he did. I thought oh, he bought it. He's, he's the president of it. I thought he was the writer. Oh, and president. Yeah, he's okay. the president of the NWA. Wow, good for him. Yeah, and he was on him for a while. He he bought <laughs> yeah. TNA though. He did own TNA for a while. Wow, and he was on him for <laughs> just to let you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. It was on uh, Joe Rogan, too. Yeah. Hey, if I got paid to be on a show, you better believe I'm going there, yeah. too. <laughs> like, I, I, I know I want to criticize people for going on shows. Yeah. But if they, like, offered me 50 bucks and a free plate to, yeah. get, to go to the studio, you better believe I'm going. That's just the truth of it. I would go on InfoWars for the male vitality um, There's no way they're giving you free stuff. Oh, I know, I know they're not. So but, you're just you think I'm like you don't even have to pay me, dude. I'll just take some of that. I like, could save from the shipping. I don't have to pay shipping and handling. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to me. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you too. What are uh, like? Because I was talking about like supporting your uh, like local scene or whatever. But like, is there anything new? Like. Maybe came out this year or last year that you listened to that you liked? Oh, uh, there was something I listened to. I listened to the most recent song of the Front Bottoms that I liked. I can't remember the title of it. But if you look at it, it's I've like... heard of them? Yeah. Uh, if you... It should be the lead singer on a bicycle. If you look up on YouTube, <laughs> the picture of it, it's pretty cool. I also liked uh, the new song by the Mountain Goats, which was good. Um, weird as usual. Right. Yeah. Starts off with a friendly family, and then, like, the girl starts worshiping a goat, and then, like, the guy... Is that, like, uh, an indie rock thing? Oh, yeah. Because uh, here's the thing. I get a lot of, like, weird, like... Uh, 
Like, I get a lot of, like, flack when I talk about, like, metal or punk bands with weird names. Yeah. But no one ever, like, seems to criticize the indie rock bands with the weird names. Well, we're we're expected to have indie, like, weird names. Like, uh, uh, or, like, what, what's, what makes a name weird? You're already not naming yourself after your own name. Right. So. Oh, even that, I think, is weird. Yeah. Like, name, like, okay, so Rob Zombie. Yeah. Is the band, and then also, but it's the guy, it's the singer as well. Well, he messed up there. He should have gone. I'm like, I'm George Thorogood and the Destroyers, or I'm Huey Lewis and the News. There's no Huey Lewis. Well, not anymore. He's he's losing his hearing, unfortunately. Oh, it was like uh, what's that? What's that band like? Hooting and the Blowfish or whatever. Yeah, isn't that not a person? That's not a person, right? Neither is Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. That's blasphemy right there. I connected Hootie and the Blowfish with Sergeant Pepper's Only Arts Club. Uh, it's like the same thing. It's whatever. Pretty much. <laughs> Both had equally about equal impact on the music scene. It's all dad rock anyway. So. Yeah, I love that. Like, I want to... If I could pick a genre for a band to be in... It would be a dad rock. I figured. Yeah. Like, I just have me in my flannel, just, like, playing my guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. See you all later. Well, thanks for, uh, oh, we're already yeah. at, like, 21 minutes yeah, or whatever. So, so let's get this game going. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that music scene. So I will say, while this loads, yeah. if you are into the harder stuff, like I am into the more yeah. underground stuff. You mean Beach Boys aren't hard enough? Oh, uh, uh, Power Trip put out a record last year that was really good. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare Logic, and so did Iron Reagan and Municipal Waste, which I would check out if you're into that type of stuff. Yeah. So, movie idea for me, I go first this time, is okay. Japan Cop. I like this so far. Encounters with Ghost. World of rich people. Theme is interconnectedness. And then lesson, there's no time like the present. This is easy. That writes itself. Yeah. So here we have uh, a Japanese cop who uh, goes to the rich section of of Tokyo. Dude, every, every Japanese movie set in Tokyo, though. Make okay. it like Osaka or something. Osaka. Let's go to Osaka. The rich section of Osaka. Um, claims of, like, a serial killer kills anyone who's in this house. Right. How about that? Okay. Like, anyone who buys this house is going to be killed. Wouldn't after, like, the first person, you just, no one would buy it? Then? You would think that. But the... the oh, rent, the realtors are, The realtors are, like, are not yeah, telling. Because like they need this. Guys? Yeah, yeah. You built it on a burial ground. I'm gonna be a coach. <laughs> uh, they didn't move the bodies; they just moved the tombstones. <laughs> yes. yes, classic children's movie poltergeist. <laughs> it's a great movie. PG. It is PG. Yeah. That's what's so crazy, man. Yeah. So uh, Japanese cop, uh, serial killer in this house. So he he decides that he's gonna rent it to find out who's doing all these killings, and then. Uh, he hears a knock, like someone coming through the bathroom window, and he looks, and it's Bruce Campbell. Of course. 
played a ghost specialist saying mm-hmm. like this house has been haunted for years do you don't you guys don't use google search in japan is he essentially just ash from evil dead <laughs> no no because he's wearing glasses oh <laughs> smart bruce yeah smart bruce like you guys don't use google here in japan and he looks up google and it's like this house has been like haunted since the like the beginnings right uh and it's like the reason why you're here is to fill a pro- prophecy sort of thing right and like interconnected sort of thing and then at the end the twist is that bruce campbell is actually the murderer possessed by the house Oh, that's a good twist, dude. Yeah. Can I? I'll tell you why it's a good twist. Why? Because some twists come out of nowhere and they make no sense with the movie. That it comes out of nowhere, but it makes sense because Bruce Campbell is like kind of the one that's like warning everybody. Yes. So it makes sense. Okay, I right. like that, man. Like and that. then it's like he's telling people like this place is haunted. Don't come in here. And then once they do, it turns out. You He's, know what's funny is that me and Liam just came up with a movie exactly like that yesterday. Really? Yeah. It's mine. Uh, <laughs> dibs. <laughs> Dib. It's like Batman. Dibs. <laughs> All right. So, oh, I just I think I just closed that. Okay, here we go. So your movie. Oh, so the title of my movie is Tokyo Ghoul. That's right here. Oh, uh, it is. It's a cartoon or an, uh, anime Japan animation. And it's not even in Tokyo. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, it's like on Adult Swim, like yeah. you know how they do. Feudal Ghost. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Osaka, like Osaka? My heart attacker. That's no. Good. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's 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 a stretch. Yeah. That's a stretch. Um, Bruce Campbell did it. <laughs> that's the time. That should be every movie. Yeah. Or how about um, the Ghoulies, or um. Who's gonna play the cop? Name a Japanese actor. You can't because you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I know you're plenty of Japanese actors. You are sadly mistaken. That, that clicking, that's him uh, Googling Japanese actors right now. Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Ken Watanabe. Okay, I, I actually have heard of him as a thing. Yeah. Now, who's the dummy now? Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's your idea. And while you're looking at it, I'm now going to look up Japanese actors and see the next, who's going to be the first non-Japanese person in the Google Images. So, we're going to load up your movie idea. That looks like a Japanese person doing blackface. Yes. Thank you for <laughs> saying that out loud. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the winner, by the way. Oh. So. Well, that's him in a Japanese Pepsi commercial. Yep. Still a picture of him, though. Okay. Oh, okay. So, Common Polite B. Like the animal bee. Okay. The insect bee, not animal. Must find a way to overcome fear of ghosts. Deserted island. Theme is hypocrisy. Lesson if you snooze, you lose. Okay, so this is... Uh, 
Okay, calm and polite B. Easy. We got Jerry Seinfeld. This is B movie two. B movie two. Buzz in action. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Now here's the problem with the original B movie: is it's silly, it's dumb, it's Jerry Seinfeld. He's a B, and it's great. But it never really captured the essence of like an '80s B movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like there was some production put into it. Like I want like a like a self-aware '80s B movie that it also stars uh, Jerry Seinfeld. So as you're gonna a B. be the guy in the studio, like, okay, you know what? We're gonna give you two hundred million dollars. Like, I actually want a hundred. If you give me more, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Well, well I'm <laughs> saying like, if you make the budget more than seventeen thousand, I'm out. Like this is uh, this is dude. My thing. It's not even gonna be animated. It's gonna be Jerry Seinfeld in a B costume. Most of most of money is gonna go to Seinfeld. Whatever. To Bruce Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the how, how about halfway through? Like it just the lead actor changes because we couldn't afford to keep paying uh, uh, Seinfeld. Um, so must find a way to overcome fear of ghosts. And then okay, so. So it's going to be like a 80s B like horror like a like ghost movie like a like really cheap like uh what's uh Beyond the Door or whatever. It's like this like 80s uh exorcist rip off from from Italy, right? Yeah. But it's going to start uh Jerry Seinfeld as B. That part's not explained, doesn't matter. Um it's the writer. Okay, he's not actually on a deserted island, but what I want to do is use the isolation and the fear of being alone as a metaphor. So it seems like he's on a deserted island. Oh, you're going Stanley Kubrick over uh, here. The theme is hypocrisy in that, um, okay, the hypocrisy is that he's afraid of ghosts. But a lot of people are afraid of bees. <laughs> <laughs> so he he said it was such to... a straight face. <laughs> So the, the the inner struggle that he faces here, we're out of time. The inner struggle that he faces here is that he realizes that that he that he has to accept what what he's afraid of because he understands that people are afraid of him too. And the uh, the uh, the the last thing was um, the the lesson. If you snooze, you lose. The uh, we work that in somehow. I don't know. Get some writers on. <laughs> yeah. And what's the title of this again? Uh, uh, B the a B movie to ghosts ghosts are a buzzing ghosts are buzzing around. What's the tagline? I'm curious. Uh, be friendly or be spooked. Yeah, that's going. Okay, thank you. You're good at the taglines. Thank you. All right, thanks everybody. Wisecast.com, passoscreenprinting.com. That's right. That's how you do ads, people. Bye. (laughs) 